Day 299, 212 days since Joey promised not to abandon Americans and our Afghan allies and thousands of people with American green cards eligible to live here in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, but he did. Uh, all right, this this is the day liberal Democrats, they have been salivating over forever. This is the night tonight that they will have their 90-minute primetime hearing on January 6th. By the way, most of it will be over by the time I get on the air, which is good. Um, uh, tonight at 9 on the Fox News Channel. Anyway, so it's um, – and then they'll have sessions next week. This is their, their big opportunity. This is their big shot. Here's the problem. You start out with an illegitimate committee that had a predetermined outcome. The saddest part of all of this is – None of this narrative is going to focus on the things that they should have focused on. Where were the security lapses? We have now discovered new information I'm going to share with you in a minute. Uh, They are so deep and so wide, and I can promise you all of this is going to be ignored tonight. Tonight, this, this is about bludgeoning. Donald Trump. This is about, they're even telegraphing this. It's going to be a Hollywood production, a false narrative. They will omit the most critical, crucial data that would, if if they had a fair committee, that would prevent incidents like this from ever happening again, which should have been their goal. That's why when they had Jim Jordan and Jim Banks on the committee, they took them off the committee and replaced them with two big Trump haters. That was all done by design. Um, so... Here's what we've learned before today, and nobody else in the media wants to pick up on it, but we do our job. You know, what do I always say? I say, well, Hannity, what's your job? Well, I'm a member of the press. I'm a talk show host. What is a talk show host? Well, I can produce thousands of hours, radio, TV of straight news. I can produce thousands of hours of investigative reporting, uh, Obama's radical associations, the deep state, Trump-Russia collusion, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, We do opinion, but we're honest about our opinion. I don't hide the fact that I'm a conservative. I tell you what I think. I tell you who I like for office, who I don't like for office. I give you my opinion. That's that's part of what I do. Uh, We also do culture. We do woke. We do sports. Whatever happens to be in the news on any given day. In other words, if if I were to describe or create an analogy, if you take a newspaper, I'm the whole newspaper. We give you the news international news, local news, state news, wherever the news comes from. Uh, We also do investigative work that nobody else will do. And that's what we're going to do tonight on Hannity. And we're going to lay it all out. And we've got all the documents now to prove everything I've been telling you is correct. And everything that they're not going to tell you tonight because they are following a political agenda. That all they have on this committee are people that hate Trump. They want to blame Donald Trump for what happened on January 6th. Same people, you know, that were either silent or even in some cases supportive of or and they just lied about the, the 574 riots in the summer of, of 2020. So we knew I've been I put on both radio and TV Cash Patel. We had Chris Miller, the acting secretary of defense. Uh, it was, I believe, January 4th. There's a little ambiguity. Was it the 3rd? Was it the 4th? Uh, but it looks like around January 4th, days before January 6th, in the Oval Office, President Trump, uh, Cash Patel, who is the chief of staff for the acting secretary of defense, Chris Miller, 
Mark Meadows, the president's chief of staff, and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Milley. They're all in the room. They're talking about one subject. Then the president says, all right, let's talk about the crowds that are coming on January 6th. Now, I have four of the five people on record saying that the president in that meeting authorized up to 20,000 National Guard troops to be available. This is required by law to Nancy Pelosi and to Mayor Bowser. It becomes their jurisdiction as soon as the president authorizes the use of troops. You might remember that happened a lot, and there was a lot of conflict in the summer of 2020 because the president, for example, would authorize National Guard troops to be available to the leaders, political leaders in, in Portland, and then they wouldn't call them up. And at one point, the president, well, had to protect a federal building. He called them up, and that became a huge controversy. But the jurisdiction, once the president authorizes it, lies in the case of the House. Security responsibilities are with Speaker Pelosi. With the jurisdiction, that's D.C., that would lie with the mayor of D.C., and that's Muriel Bowser. So all four of them said Donald Trump authorized it. I finally, now General Milley, in fairness to him, is has been traveling overseas, and I finally got people close to the general, and they were able to confirm for me yesterday that General Milley, in fact, did have discussions about security prior to January 6th for the Capitol. That's, that, that's, at some point, maybe I'll get the chance to ask him the very clear question as well. But the fact that they're acknowledging that is, I think, says a lot. All right, so we've already established that that has happened. Nobody in the media mob at all is talking about it. The Washington Post gave it four Pinocchios as not being true. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Who's going to fact check the fact checkers? You know, the same people that lied for years about Trump-Russia collusion. You know, these are the same networks that, that lied about Nicholas Sandman, the same people that get every story wrong. But uh, the same people that said, oh, the, the Hunter Biden's laptop is disinformation, Russian disinformation. So you can't count on them. So we have the people in the room under the threat of perjury, at least two of them, saying to the committee, the committee has this information. I predict they're not going to talk about any of it tonight. Now, this is where it gets even more interesting. Because justthenews.com, that's John Solomon's uh, website, and he, of course, is the editor-in-chief of Just the News. Uh, he has a headline. He has a piece. Trump Pentagon first offered the National Guard to the Capitol four days before January 6th riots, the memo show. Now, ask yourself this question. Will we even be talking about January 6th if, in fact, the authorized troops, authorized by Donald Trump, who they say wanted all this to happen, uh, why would he have then authorized up to 20,000 troops? Had they been utilized that day, we wouldn't be talking about January 6th today. Sad thing is, is we're not going to come to the conclusions we need to come to how to prevent it from happening again. All right, so from justthenews.com, that's the headline. This is what he says. Official Capitol Police Timeline. In other words, we now have the official Capitol Police timeline. We've never had this till now, till today. Well, late last night. Validates the Trump administration's account, and it shows the Democrats' fateful rejections of offers. Quote, seems absolutely illogical, one official wrote about the security posture hours before that riot that day began. As a side note, nobody seems to want to have a committee on the 574 riots that killed dozens of Americans and injured thousands of cops and uh, 
cause billions of dollars in property damage. But anyway, I digress. It goes on in the piece, the Pentagon first raised the possibility of sending the National Guard troops to the U.S. Capitol four days before the January 6th riot, setting in motion a series of rejections by Capitol Police and Democrats that left Congress vulnerable as threats of violence were rising, according to government memos that validate the Trump administration's long-held claims. An official timeline, and by the way, remember, the Department of Defense... They have an inspector general like Inspector General Horowitz. They did a report about the handling of January 6th. They validated that Trump's Department of Defense did everything in their power to prevent this from happening. And this was the Biden administration, you know, during their time that this report came out, nobody paid attention to it. Anyway, the official timeline of January 6th, assembled by the Capitol Police, shows that a Defense Department official reached out To a Capitol Police deputy chief, his name is Sean Gallagher, on January 2nd, four days before the 6th, to see if a request for troops was forthcoming. The offer was quickly rejected after a consultation with then-Chief Steve Sund. Then it goes on to say, Carol uh, Corbin of the Department of Defense then texted the Capitol Police deputy chief, Sean Gallagher, Protective Services Bureau, to determine whether, in fact, they're considering a request for the National Guard soldiers for January 6th event. The timeline reads on a loan entry listed Saturday, January 2nd, 2021. The following morning, this is now the third. The timeline states Gallagher replies to the Department of Defense via text a request for National Guard support not forthcoming at this time after a consultation with the chief of police, Stephen Sund. Uh, now, when you look at the timeline, the rejection came as the Capitol Police Department was beginning to change their assessment. They began to realize this may be more dangerous than they originally thought, and they recognized the massive Trump rally to protest the election results on January 6th, quote, had the potential for violence. So now as the days get closer to the 6th, now they're seeing a very different posture. One thing we will show tonight that is not in this piece, and John Solomon will tell us at the top of the next hour, is that the deputy police chief uh, literally handed over the intel on the 5th of January over to Chuck Schumer's office saying, uh-oh, this, this looks like there are people coming here to cause trouble. All right, so the rejection comes, the beginning to change their assessment. Earlier analysis of such violence they thought was unlikely, but again, things started to change as we got closer to the 6th. But by late December, the Capitol Police internal emails documents show information began flowing that some groups expected to attend were taking on talking on social media or fringe websites about tactics like blocking tunnels leading to the Capitol. On Sunday, January 3rd, just hours before Gallagher rejected the Pentagon's initial offer, the Capitol Police issued a new and darker security assessment to its commanders and executives and to the two political appointees in Congress responsible for security. That would be the House and Senate Sergeant-at-Arms. So, by the way, why didn't they bring these people in? The people that they never brought in, and remember, the chairman of the committee said, Pelosi's off limits. They never brought in Pelosi. Muriel Bowser, in writing, rejected the idea of, of calling up guard troops. Senator Schumer, we now know, was handed a letter the day before the 6th. They didn't bring him in. The Sergeant of Arms was never brought in. The D.C. police chief, uh, as far as we know, was not brought in either because he, apparently he he 
once the once the assessment changed, they wanted the guard. Anyway, so January 3rd, three days before, Gallagher, hours after Gallagher rejected, they have a new darker security assessment. And due to the tense political environment, they decided, quote, that the threat of disruptive actions or violence cannot be ruled out, the new assessment declared. And they go, went on to say the sense of desperation and disappointment may lead to more of an incentive to become violent. Now, within 24 hours, then the Capitol Police chief, son, again, this is two days before the 6th, he changed his mind and started seeking permission from the political powers uh, around Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to deploy the National Guard as a preventative measure on Monday, January 4th. So the assessment changed. The Capitol Police chief is now requesting the Guard on the 4th. The same day that the meeting was held in the White House where Donald Trump authorized up to 20,000 troops as required by law. You're not going to hear any of this tonight. And I have a lot more to tell you. But first, I got to tell you about a great video that I want you to see. It's a trailer to Hillsdale College's newest free online course. I love C.S. Lewis. I don't know if you've ever read the screw tape uh, letters or mere Christianity. It's amazing. Anyway, their new movie video is C.S. Lewis on Christianity. Now, we do talk a lot about current events on this show and news, but some things, in all honesty, one's spiritual health is a little more important than today's news. And C.S. Lewis was a master at addressing life's most fascinating, important questions using vivid language that's entertaining and fascinating, will make you think. Many people just might know C.S. Lewis from the Chronicles of Narnia, uh, but he is considered probably the greatest Christian apologist of the 20th century. Uh, as a radio host, I appreciate the fact that Lewis has this ability to communicate and inspire. As a matter of fact, the book Mere Christianity began as a series of radio messages. Anyway, Hillsdale College is offering you a free online course covering C.S. Lewis's profound insights into good and evil, prayer, the Bible, heaven, hell, all of it, and it's entirely free. All you have to do is go to this website, and you can watch it for yourself. It's seanforhillsdale.com. That's S-E-A-N-F-O-R, Hillsdale.com. Sean, Sean for Hillsdale.com. You're going to love what Hillsdale College is offering here.